0: Today on episode 255 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, I love Google Chrome, but when you first install it, it's kind of boring. So when I'm setting up a new computer, I do a few things with Chrome to customize it and make it work even better than it does out of the box, so to speak. So today I'll tell you how I customize Chrome to make it super cool. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor. Tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro. Without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Well, hello there, and welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And I do that without all the stupid technical language. Just regular, everyday English. I do a lot of computer repairs every week, and as long as you can get on the internet, I can most likely fix yours no matter where you're located. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. Today's computer tip can be seen at my website over at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 255. So let's get started. You know, I've used a lot of different web browsers over the years. And when I first got on the internet, way back when, I used the CompuServe service. And as I recall, I think you had to just use their software as the interface. But the first freestanding web browser I think I used was Netscape Navigator, which was, I think, somewhere in the mid-90s, I think 1994 probably. Then the next year, Microsoft came out with its own web browser, Internet Explorer. That was in 1995. So I started playing around with that one. And now here's what's kind of interesting Firefox was introduced in 2002. That's seven years after Internet Explorer came out. And it became popular very quickly. I remember I liked it right off the bat. And part of that may have just been because people were sick of Internet Explorer and not really having any other viable options. So a lot of people were using Firefox, and of course it's still pretty popular today as well. But get this, Google decided to come out with their own web browser called Chrome, and you know when it was actually introduced? September of 2008. So they were really late to this game. But Chrome has become very popular, and in fact right now it really dominates when you compare it with all the other web browsers. As it stands right now, Internet Explorer is used by about 13 or 14% of computer users. Firefox is running somewhere around 8%, somewhere in that ballpark. Now Microsoft Edge, which is the new browser that comes with Windows 10, is back around 5%. And part of that's because it's still new, and part of that is because it's just awful. But Google Chrome, the latecomer to this game currently has about 50% of the market share. So for all the people worldwide that use web browsers, about half of them are using Chrome. So obviously Chrome is doing something right to get that many users, and I'm included in that 50%. I've been using Chrome as my default web browser for years, and I really like it. But I've also figured out how to do a few things with it that make it even better And that in itself is really one of the things that makes Chrome so popular, the fact that you can customize it and tweak it and just make it work very well and specifically for your purposes. So when I set up Chrome on my own computer, or when I set it up on a new computer for one of my clients, or when I set it up on a laptop that I'm selling, there are just a few things I do to customize it. So today I'm going to tell you about those settings and how you can do the same thing if you want to. But before I get into the nitty-gritty of that, there are a couple of things that i got to say ahead of time. First off, several of these things involve going into the Chrome area called Settings. Now to get there, you look in the top right corner of the Chrome window where you see these three little dots in a vertical line. When you click that, it gives you a menu, and one of the options in that menu is Settings. So that's how you get to Settings. Second thing I want to say is that before you do any of these customizations, you should make sure you have the most current version of Chrome. And you do that by clicking the three dots, and then go down to where it says Help, and then click on About Google Chrome. That's going to open a window where Chrome will check and see if it's up to date. And if it's not current, it'll download the update and get itself current right away. This takes less than 30 seconds, usually. At the moment, the current version of Chrome is version 59.0.3071.115. 10-4. The reason I bring that up is because recently Google changed the layout of the settings section, and it really looks different than it used to. So if you're on a slightly outdated version of Chrome the directions I'm going to talk about today or what you see on my website today just might not make sense since, since they've changed things around a little bit. And speaking of that, if you're driving or out for a run right now or whatever and you want to see all of the steps listed when you get back, you can see all that over at my website, computertutorflorida.com. All right, so here's what I do with Chrome. First off, I make Chrome my default browser for my computer. This just means whenever I click on a link to open a website, That website is going to open automatically in Chrome rather than some other web browser. When you first buy a Windows computer today, the default browser is Microsoft Edge. And if Edge were better than Chrome, we would just leave it in place and use it. But it's no good, so we want to use Chrome instead. To do that, you go to Settings and scroll down to the section called Default Browser and click where it says Make Default. Now, if you're using Windows 7 or 8, that's pretty much all you have to do. But in Windows 10, they're going to make you work a little harder for it. You'll see a Windows Settings page come up, and you have to click on Microsoft Edge, then choose Chrome from the list, because that's what tells Windows you want Chrome instead of Edge. Then you're going to get a sad little window that says, but don't you even want to try Edge first? But don't let them talk you into it. You just click on Switch Anyway, And now Chrome is your default browser. So that's the first thing, out of the way. Next up, we want to set the home page. This just means that when you open Chrome each time, it's going to open to a particular website each time. Or it can be a group of websites, since you can have several tabs open automatically, and that would be your set of home pages. For a lot of people, since Facebook is the website they visit most often, they just set Facebook as their home page. For me, I have about half a dozen websites I visit each day, so I set those up to be my homepage tabs. It's really just a personal preference, Uh, but when I'm setting up a new laptop, I just set the homepage to be the Google search page since it loads fast and there aren't any ads on it. So to do this, you first have to decide which websites you want to come up each time you open Chrome. So you go to the first one. Then you open a tab and you go to the second website, so now you have two of them open. Then you open another tab and go to the next website. So the idea is you want to get all the websites up, one in each tab, just the way you want it to open every time you open Chrome. So once you have all of them set up the way you like, go back to Settings and scroll down to the section called On Startup, and you want to choose the option that says Open a Specific Page or Set of Pages, and then click on Use Current Pages. So you're basically telling Chrome, hey, you see these pages I have open right now? I want you to open all of them this exact same way every time I open Chrome. And then you can test it. Just close Chrome and open it up again, and all of those websites will be right there, just like they were when you set them up. Now we have Chrome as the default browser, and we have the Home Page tab set up. Next, we want to make sure the default search engine is Google, since that's by far the best search engine. Of course, since Chrome is a Google product, it's very likely that the default search engine is already Google, but we want to make sure of this, and we also want to get rid of the other search engines that are listed in the settings, just to be safe. This means you go back to Settings and scroll down to the section called Search Engine. Just make sure Google is listed as the search engine used in the address bar, and then click the drop-down menu for Manage Search Engines. Each one of them will have a three-dot drop-down menu, and you can just click that and choose to remove each one. You have to do each one individually, but there should only be like four or five of them listed there. And why they have the Ask search engine and AOL listed there uh, as search engines that people might want to use, I have no idea. But when you're done, they should all be gone except for Google. All right, now we're on step four, which is setting up your ad blocker. I did have a show about this not too long ago, so you might already have this in place. But the ad blocker I use is a, a Chrome extension called uBlock Origin. So all you have to do is do a Google search for uBlock, that's U-B-L-O-C-K, and the second word origin, O-R-I-G-I-N, and it's going to be the first search result that comes up. You just follow the directions to install it, and it works inside of Chrome, which is what any browser extension does. That's just the way they work. So when you use Chrome to go to a website, The ad blocker will see the ads on that site and not show them, so you won't see them. makes a lot of websites much more pleasant to use. While we're talking about extensions, another one I use all the time is LastPass. This is a program that remembers all of your passwords for you, so you can use really good, strong passwords that are completely random, and you don't have to worry about remembering them. Because if you can remember a password, it's too weak. To use LastPass, it's completely free, but you have to set up your own account with them first, so I don't install this automatically on client computers, but you can get it at lastpass.com, and just follow the directions there to get it installed. And finally, the thing I do last is I tell Chrome to display the Bookmarks toolbar. This is just a little toolbar that goes across the top, and it starts out empty because it's waiting for you to put some websites there. You can put it there just by holding down the Control and Shift keys and then tap the letter B for bookmarks. You'll see it appear as soon as you do that. Now whenever you're looking at a website and you think to yourself, hmm, I like this website. I'd like to be able to get back to it quickly. You can just drag from the address bar down to that toolbar and now you have a link on the toolbar. And whenever you click it, it'll take you back to that same website. So those are the things I do to customize Chrome when I'm setting it up. And here's a little secret. If you like using Firefox, you can customize Firefox the same way. Firefox is a good browser, too. I have nothing against it. Uh, For me, Chrome is just my personal preference, and they're both way better than Edge or Internet Explorer. And I want to thank all the people that have been shopping at Amazon through my affiliate link. If you like this podcast, that's how you can show your support, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Just shop on Amazon using this link, computertutorflorida.com forward slash shop. Or you can click the Amazon link right there at the top of my website. You pay the exact same price you would pay at Amazon anyway, but by using that link, that means Amazon sends me a little referral fee. So everyone wins. And if you use Chrome, how do you customize it? Or what Chrome extensions do you use that you just can't live without? I'd love to hear about it. I'll probably do a show one of these days on just specifically on Chrome extensions. And I'm always open to suggestions or questions that I can use for future episodes. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line 727-386-9468, and you can leave a recorded message anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless.